Welcome to Ben Your Alberts. I'm your Balbert host, Ben. Okay. Okay. I'm unraveling That's, immediately. Uh, not even <laughs> throwing up. You didn't even give it a shot. You just <laughs> fully fell apart uh, a tenth of a second into not even you're doing an intro that we don't even have to do for another like 15 minutes. I know. Minutes, so but I like the I like the idea of Ben Your Alberts. <laughs> Welcome okay. to Ben, your Alberts. I'm your okay. Albert Ben, and that's like your Ben that. Albert. Yeah, your brain is just flowing and going. You got just the you blood pouring out of my eyes. <laughs> you don't have that COVID fog that everybody talks about. That's oh, not no. you. You're good. We should say uh, sorry for last hey, week. Yeah, sorry so we didn't sorry. have an episode. Uh, things happened. Uh, Albert got COVID. I got real. You know what's fun is like the whole week and a half before that, I was at every major COVID event in comedy. And I was yeah. like, wow, I'm either spreading it or I'm real lucky. I can't believe it. This is crazy. And then that like as soon as I stop doing stuff, I just immediately get rocked by it. Yeah. Get, like a bus. COVID's been like, no, I've been here the entire time. You were just <laughs> hustling too hard for, to realize it. I went to like a small New Year's Eve party and then boom, that's how I got it. I'm like, well, all right, go fuck me, I guess. Yeah, I, it was that it was like a uh, that was a good time to get it. I think right around. I mean, you got it a little bit after the first three waves of comedians in new york probably got it, but uh, now i'm real immune that's what i love is every time a wave happens everyone the government comes out and is like okay now you're gonna be really immune if you got your boosters and your vaxes this time you're really gonna get you're gonna be immunized you're like all right, right. i'll see you in the next wave i guess when i get it for a third time now that i'm super yeah it's weird immune. it's weird how I mean, this has been noted a lot but it's like Man, the like the CDC, whatever, however you feel about vaccines and stuff, like they can serve your purpose. You know what I mean? They can either prove they can prove you right either way. If you're like, hey, you know, like the CDC says, <laughs> and like, so I better listen. And then if you don't believe in any of this shit, you'd be like, what the fuck is the CDC doing right now? And like, so I don't even know what this is. I don't know if anybody, I think we're just going to have COVID forever. I think and, so. Um, I think their recent think approach read... is like, hey, we're tired and we kind of give up. Uh, how about you guys? And we're all like, yeah, we also are tired <laughs> and kind of gave up. So I guess we're just going to have it now and it's, we'll be going with right. it. Sorry, hospital workers. I know you guys, yeah. I know you haven't really had a break ever in the last three years. In New York, it's been a while because the new mayor, um, Eric Adams, has just been saying wild shit every day, too. <laughs> he's funny. He's <laughs> very funny. He's just like, these idiots. To work in yeah. He's like, these idiots have to go to work because they can't get corner offices. And it's like, what are you talking about? Then he then the next day he like shows up in a splint and it's like yeah. ah you know I accidentally poked myself in the eye and broke my fingers or something You're like what are you talking he says something about? crazy and then gets into a goofy accident that's very you are funny. a cartoon character of a man and you're oh now gosh. leading I like that the guy that he is... beat out was also equally as much of a cartoon character of a man that <laughs> yeah, was like it... similar that was this that was the that was the strategy that really uh, bit like the Republicans in the ass here. They should have just had like a boring straight man, like businessman. They should have had like, this is maybe too inside baseball. They should have Bloomberg run as a Republican. And then just, he would have won because Eric Adams is a moron. He is a dumb idiot. (laughs) But the other guy, Curtis Sewa or whatever, he's so eccentric, so insane that it was like, you're like, well, we can't, but, if we're going to vote between two cartoon characters, I guess we're going to go with the one that is allowed to say the N-word if he wants to. I think <laughs> They're that, both going like to be shouting it a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I think there's also a divide with like people who moved here and didn't really like, weren't really around for the times when the Guardian Angels were necessary. Right. You know, because that seems like that's everyone I know who has grown up here has like severe PTSD from living in New York. And then we all sure. moved here like, I don't know, it doesn't seem that bad. And they're like, no, we used to have to be our own survivors. We had to wear right. capes and beat the shit out of people on the trains just to get to work. And I'm like, yeah, right, if you, you moved guys to, seem like cartoon characters. If you moved to New York after like the late 80s, mid 90s, whatever. I mean, honestly, post 9-11, basically but you're walking on the bodies of the people who sacrificed before you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, it doesn't like, seem so bad. Williamsburg is pretty gentle people right like, you used to have to have a gun here we we do comedy shows in places where people will be like yeah my grandpa got stabbed here and now <laughs> we just come here to memorialize him every year but you're doing oh your dick jokes here that's great yeah. I'm so proud of my coworkers drive me around neighborhoods and tell me horrifying stories <laughs> about like yeah we used to have to have bats and guns in our truck to be able to just drive through this area right like, that's and cool. you're like 
My friend does like, jazz over there, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, we are in Midtown Manhattan, and you just yeah. saw three black people. So I don't understand what this is. There's a bunch of that, too, where you're like, I can't tell if this is PTSD or racism or the delicate dance between the two. Sure. Because there's a lot of like, oh, you got to really lock the car here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. common trend and all every time you say that. I think you're okay leaning racism <laughs> when it comes to your coworkers. No disrespect. Um, but, okay, anyway, long story short, you got COVID. You feel better. COVID. You're I wearing feel a track jacket. That's helping a lot. Um, yeah, Where I spent I the last, like, what, week? Just entire week alone going insane in my room. I've gotten, like, I kept, you know, the the year and a half of the early pandemic, I got all of the bliss I wanted of getting high and playing video games alone in my room and not sure. having obligations and letting my dreams crumble in my hands. It sure. was, like, guilt-free, all of it I could want. And so, like, I've had my fill. So now whenever I get another forced week of that, I'm like, okay, I'm going insane. I am <laughs> losing my mind being like, yeah. Up. I'm sure we've talked about this before, but it does just feel bad to like, even if you're like, oh, I'm sick or I'm getting better or I'm asymptomatic or whatever, it just feels bad to miss out on stuff now. Like when everybody else is doing stuff and you just very badly want to be like, I would also like to do stuff with you and Please. be out and be, you know, free. And instead you're like, well, I have to be here for another five days or whatever. Even that at sucks. a time where most stuff was getting canceled anyway. It's not like a lot yeah. of stuff was happening the last week. Yeah, and the stuff that wasn't canceled should have been canceled. God, I've I'd done a handful of shows, and it was where it was like just yet, even yesterday, um, we're go you know we're starting to go back to doing shows and stuff, and like four people in the crowd at like five p.m. on a Saturday, and I'm like, what am I doing? I got so oh, mad at myself yeah, for I just for like being there, and then you know, and this isn't to shit on the comedians or anything, but like. I, sometimes comedy makes me hate comedy so much where I'm just like, you know, I stay for a show because I had I was like, this is just going to be the thing I do today. I'm not going to go anywhere else. I'll just do this, go back home, whatever. And, uh, you know, we have four people in the audience and um, every comedian that goes up after the host and after me uh crowd works the four oh people and ask, and ask them but it's, which, which is okay i wouldn't care but like they end up asking them the same two questions it's like are you two a couple it's two people on one side two people on another side and everybody's like are you two a couple how did you meet are you two a couple how did you meet like three people after me and i'm just like i hate this. i think you have to do a thing where you're like this has probably been asked before and this isn't I'm just trying to buy time. It's okay to be silent. Just be silent on stage. We're all thinking it. Be silent so we can all realize that none of us should be here. That's, the sun's going to explode. Bad. COVID's going to get us. We're all going to turn into zombies. The kids are never going to have a great future. Let that silence sit in instead of being like, so Tinder or Bumble? You know, like you don't have to do that. I love that. That's how bad you have to be a comedy where someone's best advice is like, hey, man, it's okay to not talk. It's okay to stop. <laughs> I, hate, I don't even think that shit stresses me out so goddamn much, especially when it's something like that where you're like, this, they are the show, unfortunately. Yes. We're, yeah, and we yeah. are decided to do this. So now they're like very precious. And yeah. to like completely, I mean, it's like an arrogance of we're like, well, I'm good enough. I could do this without scaring sure. them off. And you're like, I don't think a lot of people are. Like, yeah. The, here's what I'll say is the other people on the show were doing fine, but it was just like when you do crowd work like that. I do think there might be this lasting effect of like sometimes I'll go to shows and people are like, don't pick on us. Okay. Last time we went to a show and you know, we just don't want to get picked on. Yeah. And it's like, those are the shows where people get picked on. And it's like, yeah, I understand. I wouldn't like that either. That's hundred percent. I'll just leave. Fuck that. So it's such a pressure filled vibe of like, it's basically like, it's the same energy as like a single weirdo trying to like, force a threesome you know what i mean or it's just that like weird like yeah so you guys are friends i'm friends with both of you i don't know why don't we laugh a little bit you know shoulder roll type situation like, it's the a same lot of fucking energy on us to fix your night right and and you and you can just tell they're like god damn it i just wanted to come out for a drink and to forget that everyone wants to fuck me or whatever you know <laughs> I don't know what that analogy was, but it has been said and it is on the pod. Yeah, in the officially. front half, it is officially on the pod. <laughs> I haven't been timing us either. Oops. Um, we're at, I have no, not also don't have time. Right? Okay, perfect. Once, one day they'll build it into the Zoom thing. That's the next step. Now they have a, like yeah. a nice pause and stop button. The next one is they're going to just build it in. 
Yeah, that would be great. Or create a death machine to take care of all of us equally at the same time. So you've given Um, up. That's cool. I'm getting a good vibe of your uh, you've just quit. And you're yeah. ready for the end of no, the I just think we should all we all deserve to die a little bit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it just doesn't feel like we're learning any lessons, we're not getting anything out of this. So shut her down. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's shut it down before? Well, this is crazy action. I was I should say, you know, things are fine. I'm fine. My brother just had a baby, my friend just had a baby, everybody else is having babies, people all are right. getting married. And you're on track bowling. to maybe I went bowling the other day. I had like five strikes in one Whoa. game. I felt pretty good. I don't know what it is, it's just in my blood. But I do think the world should be shut down and restarted as not like in a COVID way, but as like a reset the simulation way. I want to see okay. if I can become black. Now, do we restart as how far back are we going? We're going sticks and stones, dinosaurs, caves. We're like minimum people hiding in caves. Give me give me Big Bang. I want to see if we start all over and we end up being like sentient, like uh, worm people. Yeah, have I would no like to limbs. see. Because I feel like it's pretty happenstance that our mammal made it to the surface of the earth and evolved into this. So it would right. be cool to see what other thing could do it. You know, maybe the dinosaurs don't get taken out and eventually they just get smarter and cooler. And now they're on their internet. Like, remember, we used think... to run around eating each other. That was crazy. <laughs> you know, what would be really depressing if that happens. So that happens. Dinosaurs evolve into the dominant species. They're living the lives that we're living now, whatever. Dinosaur and then, TikTok. Like, dinosaur podcast depressed yeah. me i just thought about that of a dinosaur being like so you know a lot of my trauma i think is very reptilian and genetic it's from my family from from when the meteor hit i yeah, think buddy. That's well that's see that's what i, I when like, the I mean, asteroid like, hit us well, okay what if an asteroid hit us and took us all out and one of these weird voles you know those voles that you dig up in the ground and eat like a snack what if they came out and lived and then they became the dominant species on earth would that be wild what would they be doing would they be doing vol uh, tiktoks now this is uh i'm sure this is a rick and morty episode at some point uh wow. everything you say i will is a rick and morty episode you're so sci-fi you. and spiritual at the same time you're trying to fuck me uh, <laughs> i don't know dude we're at those bars just two of us i'm not married <laughs> yet <laughs> you're like actually i'm not trying to fuck you i was wondering if you want to be an audience member for my comedy show wow, <laughs> you're oh i did in it uh, um i will say this um a sorrow boy max fine on saturday nice. i don't know when i saw him thursday maybe. eat your fruits great. and vegetables Eat your fruits and vegetables, Max Fine, having a pandemic glow up, really just seems to be getting better physically while everybody else is getting worse. Mentally, <laughs> who could tell? I don't know, but yeah. he's fine. Um, and uh, I've been... Uh, he has a I really needed, good relationship with his cats, and I like that. That is true. Uh, they get such a good relationship that they have fleas, so it's great. <gasps> um, I don't know if I should have said that. Oh, no. Wow. Um, he doesn't, apparently... He's not, he doesn't have fleas, but his cats have fleas and it's just feels like a dirty thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> the last thing, the only other thing I really feel like um, I was doing, I found out a couple of things. So I've been reaching out to people for trying to get addresses for uh, sending save the dates and stuff to weddings. Mm. If you didn't get one, I'm sure it's coming. Uh, <laughs> wow. I am not invited. I'm sure you, it'll be you, there. Look, it's fine to not be invited. It's just weird that you bring it up every pod. I like to say, no, you're definitely not invited. Uh, just I never said sure that. You don't think. You don't say it directly, uh, but you make sure I know. But um, it's weird. Sometimes I was like reaching out to people and their responses to reaching to me reaching out and like, like oh, yeah, we're like positive responses as in they want to go. But then tied in with that are like is just some like weird shit where I'm like, oh, I wish I could rescind this invite. I really wish I could like take away, like forget that I ask you for your address. Don't I'm not getting married. I actually died 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, yeah, where this... To come. this would be my first mulatto wedding. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? We can leave it in, but uh, you're going to hell. Uh, it's just a lot of it's just weird reaching out to some people and be like, oh, I guess we haven't talked in longer than I thought <laughs> you know, where it's like, oh, you're you're still speaking in this way. And I'm I I don't know. I had a birthday. You know, some what of I mean? us I never grow up. up. Yeah, that's what it feels like. But um, also, I found out this is different. These are just the few things that have happened. So are you going big wedding? Last. Um, not, I don't know, not huge. I mean, bigger, but we don't think a lot of, 
my fiance has like a larger family so and most of them it's like a whole thing if they don't get invited even though they're not gonna come which sucks so we have to waste time being like here you go aunt sally i know nobody's talked to you in fucking 10 <laughs> years but you get an invite whereas my fan i guess i'm doing that on my side too but i i i just have a smaller family and i know for sure like my wedding is not in my home state so they won't drive the like two or three hours to come to this. Are you going to no her way. home state? Yeah, she, it's going to be in Wisconsin, but it's like ha, it's like mm. three hours from my hometown and like th- three hours from hers or something. But my extended family will be like three hours. What are we going to the moon? And they just will not come <laughs> to it. So that's fine. So we'll save money on that. Okay, cool. Um, okay, we I zoom. Thought- Can you zoom them in? yeah i guess if they have if elon musk gets them like broadband or something <laughs> uh that's crazy why did i say that um <laughs> the last is. thing i want to say can you tell me if this is weird this is i found this out so in like our reaching out to people i think um i found out that my fiance who is a white lady that's why albert said what he said before and that's why he's going <laughs> to jail um she so my fiance is white and this other white woman from her hometown like older friend of the family or whatever reached out to her and i guess at some point during like 2021 or 2020 had reached out to my fiance and was like hey i just wanted to say i'm sorry for how the world is right now i'm sorry for everything that everybody's going like especially i think this was around like george floyd stuff and i was like wait did she tell you that and was like all right, can you pass that along to yeah, them? I don't have a I personally don't have a black friend, but I know you why do. did she so you kind of dump this guilt? I here. cannot figure out why she was saying all this stuff. I was like, she could have told she never told I've met her before a couple times. She never, you know, brought it up to me. I'm glad she didn't, but like it's the only thing weirder than bringing it up to me is bringing <laughs> it up to another up. white person and being like, you must be going through such a hard time. <laughs> with all the things that are happening to I feel black like you're men so close to women. this issue i feel like you're yeah. sleeping beside it it's so funny and she i'm trying to like an invite i think so nice she better she better bring a fucking apology handwritten to me <laughs> she calls you guys brave <laughs> like, <laughs> like doing what you're doing in the 50s you're like it's not the 50s what are you talking about every nf any any uh, professional athlete that you know of is doing what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's not a big of a deal. Uh, I don't know. Black people, we out here. Uh, should we start the podcast? I don't have I a think... good segue. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. That works. Sure. <laughs> All right. You got this. and gentlemen boys and girls and dogs and other people too welcome to no dogs only uh welcome to burn your heroes the podcast where we talk to you about people from pop culture people from history people from our own lives who knows that uh we love and loathe together uh and we tell you why they're great sometimes and you know Mostly why they suck, and we do funny noises when they do heinous things, and then we have to Bing tell you. Bing bong. Bing bong. A, a real bad one. If you hear a noise like that, you know we're talking about something real <laughs> fucked up. Burn Your Heroes, the podcast you know you love. We're back after a little hiatus. Uh, I am Ben Katzner. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, I am the top, I am a top 30 hentai artist uh, yeah, you in Ameri- America. Five, five. Person. America, America only, but uh, you know, I'm really doing well. This is just like a little side hustle thing that I do. Uh, I'm uh, more into uh, squid games, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, and cool. with me today is my co host. I'm Albert Kirschkop. Damn it. Every time I'm Albert Kirschner. Fucked it up. I'm a I'm an Eastern European rapping parkour artist. I rap I mean, while I do parkour. People can't see you. Maybe we should post the picture, but you <laughs> really do. 
You do fully look like that. Weird. I am wearing a crushed velvet tracksuit right now. <laughs> you look like you're uh you're like the fourth member of uh what's that that uh South African like rap Oh, group? I just watched Chappie. Dar Antwoord or whatever. Yeah, Diane Wood. What... I saw them on accident once. Yeah, and then you just ape their entire style for the rest of your life. Yeah, I was, I was like, wow, that's I like bangs. I like hard, <laughs> severe bangs. Their movie is very funny. Yeah, I, I haven't seen. Must be funny, but it's. You know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's supposed to like really. They just teach they're us a just lesson. crazy people. I saw. We went to go see uh, Dead Mouse. Okay. You know, that big crazy like electronic movie. artist. Yeah. I was like real into electronic music for one year. Just one year, I was really into it. Can I, I say before you finish the story? I am so glad I did not know you that year. Oh but man. Continue. Well, you would have gotten a lot of praise. I was doing a lot of ecstasy. <laughs> you have, okay. You would have been showered with compliments and then watch me dance like a fucking idiot. Oh, I um, believe it. So we went and it ended up being at like a theater, like where Patton Oswald would go if he came to Seattle. It was like a weird vibe for an electronic artist. And then the opener, it happened to be Skrillex's first time there. Oh, we wow. saw like Skrillex. And then it was them. Okay. Antwood. And my friend had, oh, like, whoa, the year before show me, yeah, has shown me a video and I was like, what is this? I feel like, <laughs> all right. This is goofy. Is this like joke rap? I don't understand what's happening here. It's not yeah, it's, like very South African. That order also feel. I think I'd want to insane lineup. <laughs> Made no sense. I think I'd want to ramp up. I think I want to go mm. non EDM, whatever, then Skrillex, and then Dead Mouse. Yeah, right. Yeah, but either way, it was whatever. also like a very um, sterile environment. Like no one was dancing for him. It was just like watching him as a a piece of art. Sure, like, this isn't. I don't think this feels right. Sure, <laughs> it should be like a warehouse or something. He's like. Is everybody ready to rock or something? And everyone's just like silent head nod. Yeah. Continue. These chairs are comfy. Like we would like that. Um, okay. So today, Albert, <laughs> yeah. let the people know. That was a hell of a uh, tangent. Yeah, we should say, you know, we go on tangents. We talk about it all the time. We do a little tangent here and there, but we get back to the point eventually. Albert, who are we talking about today? Let the people today, know. Today, we're talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. The famed astrophysicist who has been brought up earlier before the pod, but not sure has actually done anything. He just has high profile science jobs. Yeah, that is definitely going to be uh, a big, a big point for me is this guy. He's, he's like, I think if you probably ask 10 people just randomly on the street to name an astrophysicist or whatever, or someone, some sciencey space person. He, his name would come up a lot, I feel like, which is interesting because when you really dig into it, hasn't done a ton. Uh, I don't really understand how he got to the point that he's at, but it is interesting nonetheless. I will say he was uh, there was a time where he was everywhere and he was like yeah, all my, over. He was a top science guy. I always loved um, I loved he had a show on Fox. I'm blanking on the name right now, but I just was it Cosmos, but, was it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that was a. Like Carl Sagan, he did the reboot, reboot of the Carl Sagan thing. Yeah. So and it was great. I love stuff like that. I love science. I love black people. They got it together in one guy. I love this shit. So like let's go. I was a big it. fan of that. I like and I do him love like a... anything that tries to make science palatable and interesting and cool, you know, and that seems to be yeah. like what his public face was. Oh, sure. I was like, this is science cool. And also, for some reason, like very, he's like Bill Maher when it comes to religion. He's like, also, you're a fucking idiot if you've ever gone to church. Like, all right, buddy. He does talk about, he's like, atheists want me to claim atheism, but I'm actually like, if anything, it's closer to agnostic, whatever. But that doesn't, I don't know. He, he might be, we are jumping all over the place. I will say he was probably agnostic, but like, he has the um, annoying aspects of most atheists I've ever met. So it's it's right on the line. I can understand why it's so hard. to. I'm understand. sure like being the like a face of science, you get asked a lot of really stupid religious questions. And maybe that's like he's like constantly reacting to. But that whole idea of like whenever you're like, I don't know, anytime you're an adult and you're like disproving the idea of a man in the sky, you're like, why are we talking about this? This whole right. thing is stupid. This is right. Like, bonkers i don't know you could have you could go to a church and like learn how to feel good about yourself while you go and study the stars in a week they're separate things but then it's just, i don't know let me uh before we jump in a little bit i'm doing i'm doing this off the top we uh we like to try to we wanted to have a little more fun with some of these people talk about you know a little have a little game aspect right 
Um, this isn't great, um, but I will say how Root vegetable old, or wiener. How old do you think Neil deGrasse Tyson is? Fifty-four. Okay, let me do the math real quick. <laughs> I'm trying to. No, oh, wait, is it? I can't. can't I lost it? it. Yeah, hold on. In this day and age, wow. He was he was born October fifth. 1958. Oh, shit. He's old as shit, right? Yeah, yeah he's old as shit. What Think is about... that? 2021 minus 58. Hold on. Say something cute while I do math on a calculator. 62? In my head. Well, now it's 64, I think. Okay. I'm going to say 64. 60, 63. Damn. I, I think that's right. Okay, the date. I don't correct I just went years. But yeah. I feel like, okay. Damn, that's isn't that kind of wild? Doesn't he have like a the smarminess of like a younger person a he little does. bit? Yeah, it's crazy to me. He grew that's up in also... the Bronx. He grew up uh, so like he went here. I think here's where some of the smarminess shit comes from. He uh, went to Harvard, Columbia, and uh, was like a research associate at Princeton. Oh, so he had so to go like... to three colleges. Wow, that doesn't <laughs> sound like he's very good at school. I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. If you're good at school, you barely go to any school at all. That's what I, and you go to the worst one and you do well. That's how you, that's how you crush you it. it. Um, yeah. It, I just, I actually did, I was pretty interested in that. I was like, it, it's, he, I feel like he doesn't necessarily talk about it that much from what I remember, but like, it's interesting to me that he grew up in like, I mean, the New York we were just talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah. where, you know, kind of like horrific stuff happening you had to bring a pipe wrench just to ride the train right he's like the train wouldn't stop you just had to jump on and you know <laughs> most of the time i lost i lost a couple friends that way but here mm -hmm. we are you know you don't need all uh, your toes to be a scientist and he's from the fucking bronx bx i love it let's go but he just uh i don't know he, there's just not a lot did you ever have like what was your first uh, interaction with any like him, any of his work? Any of the I think it's like doing? when he a few years ago, when he's kind of popped into the main stage of being like right before he got Cosmos, you know, because I feel like Cosmos yes. is an acknowledgement that you are now the mouthpiece for science. So you get Carl Sagan's old job. Yeah, he would be like on History Channel shit or like um, Discovery Channel or National Geographic stuff. So like a lot of times. I'm very nerd. I do love space. I do love the endless possibilities out there. I do love yeah. all this stuff. Well, right? it's like permeated with a hope. Like we could yes. do this. We could fix this. We can do this. And that's something I really liked. I really enjoyed that podcast of his. I used to listen to. What's yeah. the name of that? With uh, with oh, uh, I, Bill I mean, Nye. I just looked it up. But hold on a second. I can find it for you. Maybe. Um, it's called Two Two Sciency Bros by Bill Nye and. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Is that is that not it? You're not giving me a lot here. So uh, Star Talk yet. Radio. I was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> Almost there. So they did a great podcast, Star Talk Radio, where they would get like really cool science guests to come in, and then they would answer questions. And it was a lot of. It ended up like a lot of the episodes I listened to ended up being about Mars. They would talk about Mars like crazy because that was like mm -hmm. a big thing happening right now. Billionaires trying to push us to go to to Mars to flee to Mars and set it up. And there's a part of it that is like everything good about that is purely emotional. It seems like, you know, I don't know where you stand on this whole Mars nonsense, but I feel like it's like. It's a similar thing to going to the moon. It's like a big win for people. And it seems like a cool way to show off our capabilities, but it doesn't mm -hmm. actually help us as a species in any real way anytime soon. Yeah, I think what's tough for me. So I've been watching the show and it's actually it started as a book, uh, but I haven't read the book. Uh, the Expanse. Oh, my favorite the show, right? show. My absolute favorite show. Isn't I'm this wild? Maybe we've so talked about this before. Do we not know about that? We, like, I, I fucking love this show. I think maybe a long time ago we talked about this. I haven't read them yet, but I'm... Oh. So that show, without giving anything away, has really, like, bummed me out about space travel because it's. I think it's a pretty good representation oh, yeah. of, of the classism. Of whoever lives there. Right, like the classism that will arise once we got so whether we go to Mars, we go to a different fucking galaxy, whatever, people are gonna be left behind, people are gonna be like abandoned, 
in a weird way that you are probably we are not probably prepared for so like go to mars go to wherever it doesn't really matter it's all launching points for people with more money to leave people like us behind mm. so i guess i don't i don't know how i feel about it anymore oh that's I'm, well because that's like the idea is like well we can go to mm-hmm. mars and fix that place and then you guys could just have this rotting earth and you're like okay but financially it makes <laughs> cartoonishly more sense to just fix this earth right because the idea is like you got to fix this earth before it becomes a dead rock or you could spend trillions of dollars flying to a dead rock and just crack right. earth from scratch well i've always been like uh you know this dead rock the sun's gonna explode anyway kind of get you know you know how like i say and don't let anyone uh, leave don't how i say you know how i always say that in the intro of the show anyway like hey everybody welcome to burn your heroes the sun's gonna explode here's our guest you know or whatever that's me so i'm always like let's go somewhere not to mars like let's go to a, a different Doc, let's go to a different dimension. You know, let's jump forward That's in time. Let's do yeah. whatever. Because I mean, time travel is easy. not sustainable. Smoke weed, watch HBO, and then boom, you lose a year like that. <laughs> <laughs> in the future. I've been on a real Rome kick. Ooh. Oh, wow. Rome. Yeah, you ever watch okay. Rome? Um, it's like Game of is, Thrones, it have, but it's based in Rome. Does it have Lucy Lawless in it? Is that <laughs> no. Rome? Maybe not yet. Yeah. I just finished the first season. <laughs> I'm thinking of something else. There's some other very like of? sexual show. Oh, I that think that's um 300. Not 300. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Spartacus, Blood and Sand. Yes, it is Spartacus. That is exactly right. The first season, that not bad. It's like 300 mixed with Gladiator. It's over the top. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like talking to your significant other while having sex with uh, people that work for you slash living yeah. in the house. A lot of real world scenarios. That's yeah. why everybody likes the show. <laughs> it's like, this is relatable to my life, and that's why I watch it. And so there's you... uh, the gladiator trained by a cliff, and there's a lot of kicking people off the cliff. Which... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What do you ask? So you've listened to the podcast with him and Bill Nye. I have never listened yeah. to it. I'm you were saying it. that it's a good podcast, except for one thing that, uh... which is freaking neil's personality at some point in this like <laughs> transformation to becoming the mouthpiece of science he got it in his head that he's like a very funny comedian and that's mm-hmm. why he's doing all this not like someone who can just explain scientific concepts in a, a way that us laymen can understand he's like no he's a crafter of funny ideas i'm like no you're a dumber down of smarter ideas that's your skill set but he has yeah. decided this and then he'll get like he had a really interesting episode with ray kurzweil Ray Kurzweil is this guy who has come up with the idea of the singularity, like mm-hmm. when, uh, pro- like when human computers will become faster and better. Technology than will overtake humanity, yeah. right? And, but yeah. in his, and so he's trying to explain how that, like, what that would look like, and right, and that's essentially just like cramming your phone in your head. You're like, well, right. I have trouble remembering things, so I'm gonna cram a chip in my head that will remember things for me, and right. then I have trouble doing this, so I'm gonna cram a chip in my head to help do that. Very cyberpunk stuff but he like will get a half a sentence out and neil will just start riffing on him and like ah yeah that's like that one time i had a i had fat knees (laughs) yeah boy do i know that feeling uh no i'm just kidding uh i i think that's the what did i say it's uh that's the joe roganing of the thing right where it's like oh i brought an expert in just to make sure that nobody gets to hear what they say just so people think (laughs) i'm the smartest guy and you just talk over someone who's an actual yeah. genius and like, yeah, that's totally fine. And like, I don't know, like I could get it if he came from a comedy background where you would have that urge to constantly make it entertaining. So he would talk over people who were maybe a little more dry. But you're like, this whole appeal of this is information. Like sure. where people listen to this because you have a bunch of nerdy, smart people on and I want to hear what they have to say. I have an infinite mountain of comedy podcasts to get my goofs. Right. I don't need it from you, science nerd. <laughs> Can we talk about can we talk about the discrepancy between how likable he is on any show or whatever compared to what he actually is in real life? You are you the thing of like wanting to be a comedian or having that in him. You're absolutely right. That is there. And he's like the worst kind where he thinks he's funny, but no one else has ever seen him like do well. You know what I mean? No one has ever been like. Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah, he killed at that show I was at last week. Yeah, it's always just like, oh, he's a comedian, but he's more just like mean on Twitter. Like that's kind of who he is, right? He has like, a career, but sheerly out of will and work ethic, right? He's Not Jeremy really... Piven. He really <laughs> is the he is the scientific comedy equivalent of Jeremy Piven. 
um, who was uh, Ari on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I watched a lot of. Uh, What's was the? It, uh, oh my bang, god! The Bang Bus Boys, Entourage. <laughs> Entourage. Ah, uh, uh, you read my spec script. Um, okay, uh, but yeah, he Boys just sucks. On the bus. He's just so so shitty IRL. It like does bother me. Like I found this article from Vice talking about. First of all, we should have started here. We made a mistake. The biggest thing that makes him suck is that he has been credibly accused of like harassing we and assaulting. That as, like a huge thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, he really uh, Trig- like trigger warning, weird story oh, alert. Oh, 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 Big, oh, oh, we got to do. Do you oh, have oh, like oh, a? Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, that's when you know you heard that noise. That means someone we're talking about has assaulted, harassed women. Uh, so he has that. A, pe- a few people have accused him of that. Um, it got I have no idea how it went. I think well, this is what gets me. This is like the big thing about this. Is all right. So you know who investigates it? The organization that he worked for. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the people who have the most to lose financially are suddenly investigating. <laughs> right. And yeah, it's what? a lot of wow, they found him fine. They found him fine right. and a great source of income. So please shut up about it. They were like what's the best way to do it people are like i don't know i could um what do cops do that should work right and they're like perfect let's do what cops do Jericho was uh, reading, and he, like ryan seacrest did a very similar terrible thing and they were like yeah and the show um whatever show he was working for they did the investigation and they didn't ask any of my witnesses that i said saw him do this to me and then they didn't really tell me what was going on it was just one day he was just fine and kept going you're like okay cool cool this is a great impartial uh, i don't know <laughs> we got it guys don't worry i know we have the most to lose from this but let us take care of it we, uh, we'll handle it for you mm-hmm. there's also a link to his apology that i didn't look for well that's what's fun so he goes on colbert and colbert pokes at him about it and he just like talks like such a cornball and one of my favorite part lines from it is he's like i've always just wanted to be a vessel in which people learn science not a man who gets attention and like all right well you're on a talk show as a man who's getting attention <laughs> right you know your, all those your whole career scientists who are doing the talk show circuits your whole career is based out as to be like out front so people are talking about you and what you're doing which is actually nothing but you are here so like um, a comedian but like, I, before you got promote yourself you're like that's what this whole thing is it's crazy right um yeah his apology something along the lines of i assured her that had i known she was uncomfortable i would have apologized on the spot and ended the evening possibly reminded her of the other social of the other social gathering that she could attend so it'd have been like oh i'm so sorry you feel weird about this why don't you get the fuck guy that would have been his, his apology um that's so weird whatever he sucks um i just wanted to be well like i'm gonna talk about some frivolous shit so i did want to be like oh i do know that he does have these yeah. also like terrible things and i think we should always you might as well just say the very terrible thing up front and then we can talk about the frivolous shit after okay be like i don't feel bad about shitting on this guy because like yeah. he's clearly yeah. proven to be a shitty person but what i wanted to say was he is a he is a comedian who thinks he's only funny on twitter like or who like thinks he's funny on twitter and is not even funny on there like he's got multiple threads going in on like just like pointing out shit in movies that doesn't work for him like the worst kind of first date where he's just like you know in the movie armageddon isn't it kind of crazy that all those asteroids hit all the greatest cities and stuff and it's like yeah it's a michael bay movie that's honestly the closest (laughs) thing to reality in that entire movie you don't have a problem with like them taking an oil rig team and sending him into space okay you're over sexualizing sexualizing mick jagger's daughter or whatever is it mick somebody jagger? had to do is it? it no it's not mick jagger it's, who's the um, aerosmith guy fuck. this always happens i always get these people confused that was like a decade uh, where i knew all these names and then i just moved on you know once she was lord like of the a child over, i was out yeah once lord of the rings was over what a sad sentence okay um <laughs> i know lord of the rings will never be over he goes in my day which this is how you know he's fucking old as shit in my day, the word awesome was reserved for things like curing polio, curing polio and walking on the moon, <laughs> not for food or TV shows. Who gets mad 
at the word awesome. Only an old black man would be upset by that sort of shit. That's so funny. Well, I think he's like locked um, into, you know, when a comic does w- well once with having like a specific voice and they're like, oh, this is the this is what I have to be from now on. I'm the like curmudgeon. I'm the re- I'm the guy who's finding reasons to not like stuff. And you're like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if these are the targets we were looking for, but yeah, sure. I actually there's a tweet here that I do remember. And this isn't the say like Oh, we should cancel people over their old tweets, blah, blah, blah. This is to be like, oh, this guy's been consistently a shitty tweeter since fucking 2013. And these are his genuine opinions. And he has not changed them. This is a tweet from 2019. And it's about, I don't know what shooting just happened, but there was another, there are other shootings. And um, he goes, in the past 48 hours, the U.S., the USA, I don't like that. USA has horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings on average across any 48 hours. We also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, 40 to homicide via handgun. Often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. And it's like, now's not the time, Neil. Okay. That's your big thing is like, they're actually Why? not that bad. It's cool. They're not that yeah. bad. Oh, what? You don't want to get shot to death? Well, don't go near streets. He's not worried. He's not worried about mass shootings because he never has to leave his house because he doesn't actually do anything. He just (laughs) green screens. So he's like space. And they're like, Neil, uh, we can see your men in black poster in the back. Can you actually move the green screen over a little bit? And there's like, oh, I'm sorry. And that's his work day. He doesn't (laughs) he doesn't fucking have to go to a grocery store. He doesn't have to do anything. He's just a guy who tells us things that we already kind of know, but he just tells us to them again and maybe up- updates them a little bit. And he thinks he's so much better than everybody else. And it does piss me off because I want to like this motherfucker. Okay. I've said it before. Yeah. I love space. I said it before. I love black people. And I'll say it again. I kind of like assholes. All right. <laughs> he's doing my dream job. He's doing wow. what I would love to do. He is a space asshole. He, he's the biggest vacuum of them all. A space asshole. And uh, it's just fucking wild that the sense of entitlement and I'm just, smuggery is not a word, but I'm going to say there's a lot of smuggery in there. It's <laughs> like where he could, he could be this person. And I'd be like, hey, man, have you ever like even is there like a star named after you even? You know what I mean? Like, is there like an asteroid that you discovered that a meteorite or something that nobody knows that you like you've done actually not a lot compared to other scientists? Who are less front facing than you or like, why are you like this i That's like all i want to know bill nye and i think him starting out with a kid's show locked him into a very different voice doing a right. similar thing but with a very different attitude that yeah. seems like way less condescending yeah. i like that it like does... i like a beacon of information rather than like a you're a fucking idiot for not knowing this already oh you didn't go to three colleges huh right you got it done in one you fucking idiot like, bill yeah. nye working for a kid's show does make it weirder to masturbate to him to like when i masturbate to him but like other than that totally fine hey uh what are you gonna say no to a bow tie (laughs) you're only human that's my favorite sex move actually Uh, (laughs) the bow tie (laughs) the bow tie where you tie me up like a spider it's just it's interesting because i don't know i feel like i you know i'm not this i'm an idiot but I feel like I said it before. I'll say it again. (laughs) You're dumb as hell, dude. I dive into these worlds and like you hear people's perspectives and sometimes you agree and sometimes you don't. But so the more smug like someone in one of these sciences is, the less I swear to God, it's almost every single time. It's like, oh, they've actually done so much less than their contemporaries. You know what I mean? It's like, where does this entitlement and smug come from? Is it just that like, you got on TV kind of early. There are other people on TV. I've seen all these fucking, yeah, you know, I'm National totally Geographic space shows. There's like a million of you. You're just the one that they, that got in somehow. Your job is to take other people's hard work and make it palatable for us to understand and not act right. like we should have known already because we were too busy going to work. Damn it. Right. I don't have time to read peer reviewed science papers. You tell me what's up in space and I'll. I'll take it at face value and move along with my life. And then I can argue with my coworkers about whether or not our reality is real or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. You should be 
stop trying to attack me and start giving me ammo to win arguments with people that I'll never <laughs> exactly. That's your job. Care about. I think like, nobody really knows what your job is. Nobody knows what your job is. You don't know. Like, what is he doing today? I don't know if he's still. Is he like a like a director of a planetarium still or something? I, think I don't that's the know. Grand scam of academia was that like if you just live in it long enough, you just get to get paid to be around schools forever. Yeah, I don't know. Never I know this is college. This is hilarious. Giving like the thing we're trying to do professionally of being comedians, which pretty much adds nothing to society. But I don't love the idea. Of medicine. I think if you're in like. If you're an academic and you're like a noted academic, it's okay that that's like your main thing, but you should also have to do like vol. You should also have to like volunteer at like a McDonald's or something. You should have to oh, do yeah. something yeah, yeah. down to earth to be like, you are not better than us. You mother- mm-hmm. We're all stardust motherfucker. And you need right to now- come out and sample what it would be like if you weren't hiding in that school when you had to work right. with the rest of us. Right. Like, you are not above this. I am hungry. You are serving me. Okay. <laughs> you know more than me in this particular area. Oh. But if you were to talk to me about, you know, I don't know, like X Men comics from 2002 to 2004, buddy, you're the novice. <laughs> okay. You don't know shit. This has gotten to sound a little more defensive. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I don't want a burger served to me by someone who's like, you know how much methane one cow releases into the ozone layer? It's like, I don't know, but I know that minimum wage shouldn't be raised because of this conversation. Ugh, he's just he it's 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 that thing of like you were the chosen one. I wanted to like you. I really do. And then at every chance where you get to present your true self, it's just like, oh, you're like a dick for what? Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. I just don't I don't like it. And there's something about like we need to keep humiliating nerds just to keep them like their attitudes in check a little bit. There should be no rock star nerds. It's too much. It's too much to see like arrogance and knowledge at the same time. It's exhausting. You become a creep, become a deviant. I don't like. Yeah, it. I I'm we saw okay. What happened to the weird to uh, Albert Einstein when we did, decided to make him a celebrity. Huh? Sure, good point. We yeah we decided to make him well he actually fucking discovered shit and did shit so his his swagger was earned at least okay let's say that let's not compare these two um, I will say I'm okay with rock star nerds because that is what our profession is but I do think oh, fuck what was I just gonna say I I do think they like everybody who's in that situation needs to regularly be take any sort of rock star anything. Needs to be taken down a peg every like every I like six your months idea of just like yep, something happens. You work a shift at Walmart. You're a if Walmart you, greeter. You get spit yeah. on for a living. It's a contract, right? So it's like, OK, if you want to m- maintain your life as a hot billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, whatever, you also need to clean out my cat's litter box <laughs> once every six months. And I'm not going to do it in the six months in between you cleaning it out. You have to do it's like a oh. like a contract, right? <laughs> so it's just God. like, hey man, you gotta you have to actually earn this thing that you haven't earned. Elon Musk, oh my god, you're a billionaire, you're all this shit because why? Because of your family? Great. Yeah, your dad had an emerald mine in South Africa. Right. I need you, you worked really hard from there. <laughs> I need you to collect, you know all these toenail clippings just i just have toenail clippings everywhere yeah i need you to, I collect to talk to you about that what are you doing man <laughs> throw those away it's gross i'm saving them for the musk the musk busk you know let's see comes when you in get and married instead of rice we're gonna throw toenail clippings at you i love that for us I, f- I do love that for us um, and people will be like wow this is gross like yeah and they're all bends <laughs> isn't that wild I um, I don't know. There's just something there with that entitlement where it's like life. I feel like we're always taught that like things are so fleeting and they come and go and whatever. But then in our society, people like get to a certain point and they're like, well, I'll be like this forever. Right. Yeah. Despite every single example that's ever been given to them. And I'm like, no, let's take them down a notch earlier and maybe they'll be more chill. And I know, like not this. Honestly, I think this could have solved most of the people's that we've talked about on this podcast. I think most of these issues that I've had with anyone we've talked about could be solved with just 
one or like you know just a small chunk of minimum wage work thrown in every once in a while just to remind minimum, you like what you're really getting to live above yeah i would say you have two choices minimal wage work or genital mutilation your choices <laughs> you're so fair <laughs> seems like those are the two two big issues that are plaguing everybody we talk about so you're talking about circumcising me as an adult that's horrifying Oh, you think it would just stop at the foreskin, buddy? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. That's my new stance, by the way. I'm one of those guys now. Don't you like foreskin? Keep it on. Jesus Christ. Keep it on. Do you have foreskin? Oh, yeah. I have so much foreskin. It's cartoonish. It's like you ever like sleep in a sleeping bag and then you put another sleeping bag at the end of it and it's just like a double long and you just have like I'm gonna tell you right now, buddy. I've never done that. No. Well, if you imagine that, that. imagine that in your head. Like you have a you invited a friend for a sleepover and they don't come, so it's just you laying there with an empty (laughs) sleeping bag beside you. That's kind of what it's like. Yeah, my sleeping bags are you know they snug, just cut off right at the top, and you know. Clean. Short, they're clean yeah. oh they, yeah uh, dry they get they get drier than other people's double sleeping bags probably more <laughs> earlier but there's a little bit of scarring on the sleeping bag that i use in particular um i looked into it getting one another here adult, and it does not seem like the science has really gotten they've not really advanced it everyone i i read everyone was like yeah it's bad it's a bad thing don't do it as an adult you know what's funny the other day i was um i was uh some sort of comedy i don't know if it was a show or open mic or something but um i think it was an open mic after my comedy show okay and this guy there are these women in the audience and they're like this they were staying for an open mic they were like young women from the neighborhood who are staying for an open mic they're having a good time a little bit loud whatever but like having fun really into it and like kind of like you know someone would be like so i'm like six four and they'd be like ooh, like into it right and then this comedian goes up can't can't like just one of these fucking comedy robots who like can't understand any context clues about anything other than the jokes that they're saying doesn't even understand whether the jokes are good or bad right and he goes up and his first joke is like you know (laughs) he's never gonna listen to this nobody knows who this is so it's fine he's like Women are always like, oh, I, I can't, or men are always like, I can't find the clit. I can't find the clit. And how can you not find the clit? I know exactly where the clit is. It's in a jar on my shelf. Oh, and you could see, oh. you could see this group Jeez. of like, used to be happy young women who were like ready to hang out with people, start getting their coats. It's <laughs> like ready to go. <laughs> Oh, this isn't uh, an anti-comedy thing. I just have to, you know, all my survival instincts are kicking in. Right? It's time to go. And he had, so he had that. And then he's like, and he did like a tag that was like the same sort of thing about foreskin. And I was just, and your, your, our foreskin talk right now made me think about that and how, wow. how no matter what the conversation is, whenever you bring up foreskin or general mutilation, I guess at all, it usually does not go well for anyone. So I'm sure people have logged off to this part of the podcast, but it's just for us, you know, that's fine um do you have a scale for today for my foreskin well i don't know i have lots of things how elastic (laughs) is your foreskin don't answer that six out of ten that's pretty bad or good yeah i don't know there's not a lot of bounce back anyways truly sorry uh anyone who's for some reason really too bored to change podcasts i truly appreciate you making it this far um <laughs> okay one through ten you've had one, two weeks to think about this not a big deal i did Just... nothing the last two weeks by the way i had so much i could have done and i said nope i will not exist at all i will hide in my room and do nothing um okay. except for watch rome do, 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 do. caesar oh he's dead yeah that's rome stuff um, that's rome <laughs> One being a good guy, philanthropist. Ten being a bad guy, philanderer. Where do I think he... One... Okay. One, 
you get to discover a new habitable planet, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you helped, you're on the team that launched the James Webb telescope and you get to get beautiful pictures or images or data of a new habitable planet that is like the same size and all the parameters as our planet and it's lush and has incredible ozone layer, a lot of oxygen, all the good stuff. I don't know. I'm an idiot, right? Mm-hmm. You get to discover it. Everyone's thrilled. Everyone's clear that you discovered it. You get to name it. You get to go on talk shows and talk about what you discovered and be named after you. And you named it after your mom because you're a sweetheart. And you get to be a little bit of a rock star, star scientist. But then you just go back to work afterwards, right? You go back. Mm-hmm. And we got to see what else we can see with this telescope. That's a one. That's a decent science life. You get yeah. a little moment, but you go back to work. Ten, you think you find a new planet. You're like pretty sure you're about to discover a new one and you go home and you're like, wow, one more day of data swipes. And I'm really going to, I think (laughs) I can really get it. And you come in, you come into the lab the next day, Neil Tyson is banging your wife Mm. while half-heartedly discovering your planet. Mm. She leaves you. He gets the credit. He names it after you, but it's just a source of shame for the rest of your life now. Wait, can I can I tweak one thing? What if he yeah. names the planet after her instead oh, of but <laughs> oh. well, it's like a nickname for her that he has. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You can be he's like, you can be one of the moons. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in on him calling her moon biscuits, and that's what they oh, the huh. name oh, oh, moon biscuits. So that way every time you hear this planet, it just shoots you back into the trauma of the moment of walking in on them. <laughs> so that'd be like and you a hear about and you hear about it a lot because you're assigned to like observe it. At yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of your job now is just like, well, you gotta you know describe what moon biscuits is like. <laughs> is it gonna be habitable? Oh, uh, brutal. Man. Yeah. So that would be like a ten, I guess. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a six. Yeah. That yeah. That I feel fair. like his college crimes that he gets to slink away from aren't really. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's fucked up. Also, he uses his like little position of nerd powery to to creep on people. Um, maybe he's a bad flirt. He's bad at flirting because he flirts on of people that work directly for him. He's a sci- He's a sixty-three-year-old scientist. He's a bad flirt. You know. <laughs> hey, you work like for a... me? Can I see your tattoos? Like, <laughs> all right, boss. You know the genetic makeup of uh, the ink in that tattoo is why it actually. He's like, shut up, just oh, shut up. God. I was gonna fuck you, and I'm like, <laughs> actually, I was never gonna fuck you. I don't like you. I'm more of a Bill Nye guy myself, actually. Who is? Um, it? Right. He's okay. the science guy. All of science lives within his tiny head. All right, Ben. I gave him a six. Um, you know what he could do to not that you asked <laughs> to get a higher number. One is to give a real apology for the horrible, horrible thing he did to somebody. Yeah, as apologies. Um, that would be cool, like an actual acknowledgement of the terrible thing that he's done. Um, and. To just shut the hell up and go back to working in science. To no longer be okay. the the mouthpiece, you know, instead of being incessantly having to be the face of it, uh, trying to be the rock star, just to go back to being a physicist. Sure. Leave us alone. Publish your little papers. Work in your little labs. Get the hell off my TV. Get the hell off my TV. Um, okay, I'll go real quick and then we can wrap up. I will say a scale of one to ten. How shitty do I think Neil deGrasse Tyson is? Um, a one being not bad is um, you get to you're you're on the fifth expedition team to a that's not i don't know if that's the right word but to a new planet they've discovered a new planet habitable earth-like in the goldilocks zone so it has everything we need it's just different enough to be the most interesting thing that anyone's ever seen ever but just you know chill enough that it's like hey i think we could actually live here you know uh you're not on the first team where everybody died you're not on the second team (laughs) where people died and they also had to find the bodies of the first team you're not on the third team (laughs) that that didn't die but had to do the most work you're not on the fourth team which found out that the third team which didn't die actually got poisoned because of some stuff they were taking in but they didn't have to do the work um or they they can they've completed the third team's work you are on the fifth team where all the bad stuff has already happened 
all the work has already been done. They just need a group of people, maybe like 20, 30,000 people fly over onto the new planet here. Moon biscuits too. who knows who named it. And then that, uh, name, that name has no emotional significance to us. All we need to there there's we're, we're trying life in a new way. You know, everything's taken care of. There's no currency. No one should want for anything. People are going to live for like 250 years if they want. If they want to go out earlier, they totally can. And uh, all we actually need you to do is just propagate the species. We need you to fuck. OK, so we need everybody and we need a diversity in fucking. OK, so there's not there's nobody. There's no racism on this planet. There's no classism. There's no nothing because every group of people, no matter how different you look or how different you are or wherever you're. We're going to uh, get a bunch of hot, powerful, smart people to just fuck yes. in a giant pit. The there's hot, powerful, smart people and the opposite. Yeah. And they all need to fuck. They're dumb, ugly, weak idiots. Weak idiots. <laughs> I don't they know why they're there. Fuck. Gene diversity. That's why they're there. It's the great experiment. It's everybody. It doesn't matter. They blow a whistle at 5 p.m. every day and they go, Whoop! all right, yeah. everybody down to the fuck pit. And then they go to the fuck pit. <laughs> yeah. Then, then they sounded the fuck horn. Get on down. And you just, you oh, know, you have thing. a little you have a little digital mark on your arm. You can only fuck one person once until you get through everybody. And then you can have your pick. You have 250 years. It's a lot of time. So that's that's your job is just to fuck and like be chill, work on yourself, maybe read a book, whatever. That's a one. All right. A 10 is you work for neil degrasse tyson and all he does is show you his tweets that's all he ever does <laughs> he doesn't like uh, you ever see that movie uh again yeah like, i just saw a fucking i just saw a rival how do we know the ink is in backwards like what i can't you're like i have a doctorate okay i am a doctor technically and you won't he won't let you touch anything he won't show you any tricks of the trade he won't introduce you to anybody else he'll bring you to a function or something but he will put his hand on the small of your back so it's not going to be worth it for you and like that is that is your job that is your life and you just have that position until he dies and you're like well when he dies i'll get it but he actually has promised a position to someone who said they would come out against him because he like smelled the back of their neck or something so <laughs> so you also don't get that. cry right <laughs> so so that's a 10 you just work for him and all the only thing you got out of it is that he tweets too much for someone who's in science or 10 whatever. years of having to listen to why the matrix was wrong not right. worth it <laughs> not worth it um so that's a 10 and on a scale of one to 10 i think that he you're right we're not doing half measures so he is a six a hard six. Wow. Two points. I think it's the first points. time we've uh we had the same number. No, that's not true. hundred percent um, is. But two points know. for every person he he fucking harassed minimum. He probably gonna be higher because he's just kind of a twat. But I will. Uh, I don't know. He just seems shitty. He could redeem himself by apologizing. Like actually, he could redeem himself by building a time machine and removing himself from the scientific world and just like you know being like a dock worker that would that i'd be fine with that <laughs> if he created a time machine if he found a rift in space time <laughs> he hops through fine loops all the way back and says hey man you got great hands you should work at the docks and then he never gets into science that would redeem him for me my true That's love it. is operating a forklift <laughs> machine he would still be a shitty person. Arguably, he'd be a shittier person, probably. Yeah, but those dock worker parties don't have enough as many women to harass. So it's right. Instead of harassing random women that work for him, he would just like ignore his wife and probably cheat on her or whatever. That's that's fine too. So with the ladies of the docks, ladies of the docks. We call them floaters in the biz, but neither here nor there. Albert, where can people find you if they want to? Looking around for floaters at night. <laughs> down by the docks under a bridge wherever um you can find me as always on the internet hot young albert um i keep i will keep almost having news and it just isn't happening yet Ooh, stay tuned for big bad february um hi young albert on instagram hi young albert on twitter that's it that's where i live yes yeah, Addy. Yeah. pop pop it to him uh 
at Shaq Katzner on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, Our monthly show is coming back in February. It's called Darlings. First Wednesday of every month. It's going to be a great lineup. I'll be posting about that later this week. And uh, I don't know. Come find me. Come hang out. I'm doing stuff. I'm around. Someone I uh, revere asked me if I still live in New York. So that that felt pretty good. It's like, yeah, no, I've just been taking COVID seriously and working but whatever not a big deal um i'm still out here it's, i'm still squeezing in shows still doing stuff still risking my health even though you know the shit. government is taking COVID seriously relax not a big deal. have fun <laughs> not a big deal but it, it. it is crazy that i'm still yeah i'm still here <laughs> okay uh but if you want to reach out to us uh why don't you email us you know it's uh burn your heroes pod at gmail.com nice or at at burn your heroes on twitter don't have an instagram um you know whatever but that talk to us we'll uh talk to you back we got a lot of loyal listeners i got a lot of sad reacts when i posted that we weren't doing it last week again um, sorry about that my fragile shitty little body couldn't handle it i'm what's, old it's okay not healthy that's why i got covid we're you this podcast is so reliant on you that you were like we're not doing it and i was like well i guess i don't exist for a week i don't know what it <laughs> is because uh now if this ever happens again i could actually i just found out i have a whole new program I could do it myself if I yeah. wanted to. I probably would have had a, a you special do one where you're on. just like weeping the whole time. I would do it on you. I'd be like, "Burn your heroes!" Today <laughs> we're talking about Albert Kirster. Let's get this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, but until that day, you know, we're here. We love you. We support mm. you. By the end a little of the mustard? year, let me. You go. I was gonna say by the end of the year we'll have a TikTok with cool little videos and little quips. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like that's the uh, we, had, we, could we, had, we hadn't talked about that at all. So yeah, yeah we got I a year. We'll I, I'm just, I'm shooting our shot. I like your thing. I was, months. I was just gonna say, uh, why don't you come on down and look a look a squirt of mustard mustard out of the crack of my ass? But your thing is good too. Yeah, all right. yeah. All right, maybe I'll do an episode on you, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just play a collection of those cute little lines. <laughs> Thank uh, you very much, everyone, and goodbye forever. Make my. T-